Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, episode 80 goddamn 9. Woo! How's that for something? 89? Yeah. I don't know, it's another number. Yeah, it's just, I mean, holy shit. So far this thing hasn't fallen to pieces, I'm impressed. Listen, when we get to 100, you can be more impressed. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was impressed when we hit 20, so. <laughs> you guys came back for episode 2? I'm, I was, oh, I was, I'm surprised we bothered to re-record the pilot episode. That's, yeah. yeah like, really, I was, that like, was, I was like, oh, we fucked it, never mind. Yeah, well, that's a sign from God. Captain's Holiday and Porn. Tin Man. Oh. <laughs> In Captain's Holiday, Picard is basically pressured by his entire crew to take a vacation on Risa. He's really not enjoying himself he until... He's a party on the bridge. Yeah. Until a Ferengi shows up in his natural form as Peter Lorre in a noir film. I don't and get it. That, well, he's very like... Well, we'll get to it. And then some lady... See, I, I thought you meant because... No, go on. And then uh, you know, this lady who harangued him in the lobby earlier is like, hi, I'm looking for stuff. And Picard's Harangued like, with her mouth. Yes. I was going to say, is that what you would call that? You think a, a deep mouth-tonguing is haranguing? Mouth-tonguing. You, you make it sound so lovely. Don't Thank you. want it. It's haranguing. Uh, it's sexual assault. Excuse yeah, me. That's, that's true. Also, I think he wanted it. He was dressed he like he wanted it. Those shorts did were very distracting. He always dresses bulge? like that in his off hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I did my best to Wait, not look at his crotch. Wait, what? Did you see the fucking oh, no. How did was I miss the lounger? bulge? Does he, where, where, does he dress left or right? It's very important for our readers. Left. Damn it, I missed <laughs> it. Hard left. I'm, I, okay, I'm <laughs> like a sharp left. Okay, let's, let's, we'll, we'll discuss the he, he costuming dresses, later. He dresses well, Star Wars. I, I had a great idea, though, and I don't want to lose it. I'm going to say it now. You okay. can cut it out. Okay. So, there's a scene where he's lying on this, like, lounger, and he's got, like, a massive camel toe going. Oh, no. That's the seam of the shorts. Why does that exist? Well, because, but, yeah, but when, that's what, that's all a camel toe is, is the seam of the well, shorts. No, and it, it's, and it, it's the it, angle. It's and the, it goes in, and then it, the, the skin forms around. Yeah, all pants go in. That's because you have two fucking legs. Whatever. Point is... I don't have two legs solely so that I can have camel toe. I don't know what the fuck I is don't, happening. I here. don't think... I don't think... I mean, it was so pronounced. I'm going to coin a new phrase and call it a monkey's knuckle. Uh, That's so not a new it's, phrase. It's actually... It's moose knuckle. But it's the same thing. Oh. Yeah, but sorry. Moose? Moose knuckle. That's stupid. That's what they call... Well, monkey's knuckle is better because it's... I'll be a monkey's knuckle. Yeah, that's how it goes. Chris so yes, really when he first the synopsis. so when he first gets to the planet, Picard is 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 you know assaulted by a woman who's trying to have a Ferengi not notice her. He then harangues Picard, and, I know you're working with her, and it's it's Rom, which is weird. Yeah, um, worse makeup. And uh, eventually, you know, she's all like, "I'm looking for this thing," and he worked with the professor that I worked with to look for the thing. And also there's some time travelers who are like, we're from the 27th century and history shows that you find the thing, Picard. And Picard's all, but what's this fucking thing? And they're like, basically it can turn off a star. And he's like, oh, shit. That seems bad. So then, you know, Picard and this lady are like, all right, you know, let's go look for this crazy artifact. And they fuck uh, under the stars. It's very romantic. Under the stars, they were in a cave or some shit. I don't know. Oh, good. Caitlin, Caitlin's looking for the bulge. Yeah, I'm trying to find the bulge. And then they... Was it in these pants or in the... Yeah, they're like bright oh, silver pants. Oh, the oh the, the, the Speedo. Yeah. Talking about the Speedo? All right. And, and then he's they... trying to read his book. Yes. Sorry. 
And then they get, for the love of God. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I really didn't mean to. I'm sorry. And then they get to the final area and they go digging for it and it's not there. And the Ferengi follows them and he's like, but it's got to be there. And the time travelers are like, this is weird. And then they all leave and do, do, do. And Picard and the lady head back thing. And he's all like, oh, five years. How sad. I want to be alone. And Picard's like, all right. But Picard is nobody's fool. And as she's leaving, he's all like, Fancy meeting you here. He's like, oh yeah, just coming to say goodbye. And he's like, yeah, you're clearly a femme fatale, so I can't trust you. And she's like, yes, yes, you're right, Picard. I actually already found it, and this was all just some big ruse, so the Rom would see me not find it. And she pops open the head of a sex statue, and there it is, somebody's desk toy. Uh, I believe it's called a Horgong. Yes, a Horgong, or something. And uh, (laughs) then the time trials just show up, and they're like, oh good, please give us the Horgong. I mean, the... Fuck. This star switch. And Picard, you know, is like, well, you do have proof that you're actually security people, right? And the lady is all, the legends say it was stolen by a man and a woman. And he's all, mm-hmm. And he has O'Brien explode it with the transporter. The end. Can you do? Then in Tin Man, the Enterprise is doing some boring star mapping when Starfleet sends the USS Hood to be all like, new orders and a crazy guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's... Why didn't f- you just send this by wire? We didn't want the Romulans to catch on. That too, yes. We're, we're afraid of the Romulans again. The crazy guy They're is... back. Tam Elbrun. <laughs> he is a Beta Z first contact expert. He's also unique in that Beta Z, we find out in this episode, are kind of like X-Men in that their powers don't turn on until they're older, but they just all have the same power. Beta-Zoid. Right. Beta-Z, Beta-Z is, is the, the planet. planet right. but, um, excuse me, I believe that Beta-Z is the planet. But occasionally... Beta-Z. Mm, but occasionally... <laughs> English people would call it Beta-Z. Maybe it's actually meant to be pronounced Beta-Z. <laughs> bet-tased. I betazed. Yeah, there you go, betazed. That's mm-hmm. actually, I believe it's pronounced betazed. So Tam is a one of, you know, I guess one in every many births, you know, they're born with their powers activated. Therefore, they're born inundated with other people's thoughts and emotions before they can fully even understand what's happening, and they end up sort of nuts because of it, and... Wah, wah. You know, he's wah, doubly wah. Oh. doubly stressed out because his most recent sort of first contact went horribly wrong and people blame him for it, even though the panel of inquiry was like, yeah, no, it was definitely the, the other person's fault, but Riker's a bitch about it for some reason. His friends died. Yeah, he had friends like from the Like 47 academy. people died. Yeah, but I mean... The court because of, they didn't do the handshake right. The court of inquiry basically said, yeah, Starfleet fucked up and Riker's unwilling to admit that because he's a shit. This is yeah. why they gotta stop having fucking captains do this when there's trained professionals. Yeah. And Picard is a little leery of him because he does seem a little unbalanced. Well, um, and also, because Troy's like, oh, I met him when I was in psych school. Oh, was he one of your colleagues? No, he was a patient, you know? Yeah. So that's like bum bum bum. Who's given her patience in psych school? Mm. Who's giving her patience now? She sucks. I'm out. Of, I personally am out of patience for her. Give, to be give it to Guinan. She'd handle it. Tam does get on very well, however, with Data because being an android, there's nothing for him to read, and he can just get to know him normally by talking to him and not reading all of his thoughts. The new mission, meanwhile, is to try to make contact with what has been codenamed Tin Man, a uh, seemingly alive starship that's tooling around this star that's about to go supernova any minute. It's in an area of space claimed by the Romulans, although apparently the Federation doesn't recognize this claim because they are very happy to just send the Enterprise in. I was I was under the impression they didn't know 
that Romulan just said, ours, 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 and didn't tell anybody. Well, yeah, because that's because they were kind of like, yeah, they're claiming it, and Worf is like, yeah, but the Romulans claim everything they see. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's, it's, it, it might have just been neutral. So everything the sun touches. Yeah. So I mean, clearly, the there's there's something. There are clearly some claims the Federation is like, yes, that actually is yours. This isn't one of them. So they send the Enterprise because it's the fastest ship in the fleet, and there are some other Romulan ships, but they're supposed to be slower. But they throw extra energy into the engines on one of them just to try to beat them there. Which is cool because that's to me is like a hearkening back to Journey to Babel because that was sort of the thing with oh, that is like yeah. the Orion is like using the ship at full power because they never intended to go back with it. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. So they, you know, they get there. Tin Man blows up the Romulans. After a lot of debate, they what does that say? agree to beam Data and Tam over. <laughs> And Tam's all like, I'm going to live with Tin Man now because we're good psychic friends. I'm going to sign his lease, move in, uh, move in as his roommate. Yeah. Wait, but doesn't he mean, like, we're going to go die together? Because no, we'll get to that. It's, well, yeah. But anyway, and then the Tin Man, rather than exploding the Enterprise and the second Romulan ship, just shoves them far away. The star explodes. A la Q that time when they meet the Borg. Yeah. Mistake. Yeah, or... Um, like, I bet they recycled the animation or whatever for it as well. Cause it was or it could be that from... Uh, <laughs> also that episode with the... Um, the children. Yeah, where they were kidnapping their kids because they couldn't breed anymore. And yeah, and Data has a moment with... Troy, which is a little weird, and... Um, yeah, like, oh, why so was she, like... All moments with Troy are a little weird. Yeah, I didn't really understand the... Yeah. Okay, we'll get to it. So yeah, okay. Captain's Holiday. Horgon. Yeah, so uh, why is it called a Horgon? Like, it's I just... Horgon. It's not Gong. Oh. So it is Horbygon. Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't work very well. But this is... Uh, it must have been opposite day. This really was like Captain Picard's ideal vacation, even though he didn't know it going in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little bit Maltese Falcon... It's a little bit Indiana Jones. It's like all of his favorite things, but for real. And also in that Speedo. And that horrible Speedo. Dude, holy shit, I found the pictures, so... Don't put them online. I'm uncomfortable with that. I know, I am not. I'll tell you where they are, readers. Just just get in touch. Wicked, wicked bulge of the Speedo. And even in the looser brown trousers that he wears for fucking spelunking adventures. Spelunking (laughs) adventures. Big fucking dick. So, so how much do you think Riker spent setting this whole thing up with the fake people from the future and the <laughs> second lady? I was also thinking that like that felt like a feasible thing. Like, like it felt like, like it could have been total bullshit. The whole episode long, whenever they show Riker and when, when they say, "Oh, Picard's going on vacation," Riker's just so fucking glad at the thought of of Picard getting some. Yeah, Riker's like, I'm sending Picard on the LARP of his life. Well, that's why he was like, buy the Horgong. I'll need it when you get back. But but I was thinking that. It, it felt, it almost felt like it could have been like our shore leave planet, but without the malfunctioning I mean, murder boss. It's almost too perfect for Picard. He yeah, leans no, down and immediately an attractive woman thirsty. starts making out with him. Who also happens to be an archaeological enthusiast? I just want to. And looks wanna, great in that bikini. And he gets to like get into a fight with a with a Ferengi who he hates. Oh, that well, that, that was the best part too. Is like when that, he takes the gun, and then that stupid gun toss, so he can punch him in the face. Well, that thing that is though again, that's like very like old mystery movie. Like he just gets to be like you know bare knuckle, like clock in the head, like yeah. It's very you know he he got to be fucking. Indiana Dixon Jones. Dixon Hill, yeah, but bit. without having to be on the holodeck and having it malfunction. He had, more like he had Dixon Vash. More like mm. <laughs> more like Dixon Normus. 
Uh, yeah, Pat, Patrick Stewart specifically was asking for more for more adventures of fighting and fornicating and tighter pants. Like, so Kirk got such to do pants. it. I want to do it. Too. I have this big cock, and I'm not wearing like, pants. Like, to I could totally see another draft having been of this episode where it was a setup, like Shirley mm. Planet. Yeah. Well, and it still mm. might have been. That's we don't true. know. We don't. Because the Horgong was definitely a setup. Horgon, sorry, mm-hmm. was definitely a setup. And Riker definitely was like, oh yeah, I know this great place. You're going to love it. But it makes me wonder like, what Riker's Pleasure Island trip would look like. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, uh, I mean, he wouldn't leave his hotel room. Yeah. Like, he well, he would plow, sorry, the, He would just with, plow with his glorious, way through every glorious woman on the place. 80s ceiling fan. Oh, yeah. He that wouldn't need a, the pants. The most distracting thing about this episode to me was the ceiling fan in Picard's goddamn quarters. Mm. When it, they reused that set later, they cut the fan. Wait, episode. specifically cut the fan? They specifically removed the so fan. So somebody else, somebody at Star Trek headquarters was watching it and being like, that fucking fan! Was it you? Probably. Did you go back in time? If I was, you know... Did you time travel? Like and you were like, if you were one of the Foregons, you'd go yeah, in you and were say, get the fuck rid of this. Yeah. This, is not, sorry, this is not historically accurate. It is foretold that this fan will be... Um, Distracting. But yeah. you know, Riker would beam down, buy himself a horgong, staple it to his door, and then just not leave his hotel room for the whole week. Mm. He just put it like a little mistletoe right above little Riker. Well, no, that would be an, he, he'd actually just get like a, a temporary tattoo of a horgong. Temporary. Right <laughs> That's true. So the horgong is basically a little totem that says I'm DTF. Yeah, that's, essentially that's the impression the, I'm under. Sounds right. She got solicited by several women before. I think she. he said she was the fifth, the yeah. one we actually see him talking to. Yep, so that's cool. That's nice. That's, I, I mean, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Okay, how about... Oh! oh go, one quick unimportant thing. We did see an Andorian yes. yeah, and from behind. Blue. It, it was blue, blue, but it did still have the stupid, enormous head. And that's because yeah. you, you got to attach the antennae somehow. Well, they did it in TOS without an enormous head. You just glue fake fur to a motorcycle helmet. And <laughs> but, but that's the thing. You don't even need to do that. I mean, when you just need to find a way to put the deedly bops into the wig. That's all. It doesn't or have just to have like a... one of those things like like people wear at New Year's and have the... The deedly bops. The deedly yeah. bops, yeah. But it's just like... It's, it's like a like headband. A, yeah, it's like a headband. Yeah. Yeah. It's, what it was. yeah, it's stupid. I don't know why they did this motorcycle head thing. I don't yeah, like it. Weird. I don't like it one bit. I but I do like seeing Andorians because I love nice, Andorians. Nice. Did you see the, the the banana Vulcan? There was a yellow, yeah. bright yellow that, Vulcan. So that was supposed no, to be I a Vulcan? I, don't I just know. I could only it assume it was Vulcan-y. another fucking race because Vulcans are not fucking oh. screaming yellow. Yeah, the only Vulcan I saw. Which wasn't is the color of my car. There was one that was seen. It looked like a Vulcan, but it was kind of in the background and out of focus. But the hair was right. Right. But the skin was bright yellow. Bright yellow. Like maybe these were. Maybe it was a a Remulan. Maybe 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 when they're in the sun too long. Oh wait, oh. no. There's so much sun on Vulcan, so maybe oh, yeah. not. Supposedly there was also an Antican in the background, but I well, didn't spot him. Was actually, Antican? though, they were those mongoose people from. Oh, I did. I was about to you say did. I saw one of the oh. dog monsters from Four, but that's yeah. There's definitely. From what? Four. Not the four? Yeah. The Antikins? Oh, the anti. Okay, you see, there's a slightly similar looking race in Star Trek Four at like Kirk's trial ah. at the very end. I was gonna say about Vulcans, maybe they do get yellow in the sun. We just don't know because we've only seen the rich people. We've only seen the, the people who are not working class Vulcans. Well, this is somebody who's on vacation on Risa, 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 right? Risa. But but they've probably been in the sun. It's true. So even if they normally don't, maybe if they don't go in the sun. Well, but Spock's never in the sun, so... That's true, and he's not yellow. 
Maybe they just have a liver disease or something. I just assume it's maybe another hybrid. Vulcan something else. Well, it could also just be any type of like... Vulcan banana. Different race. I mean, presumably there are white Vulcans and black Vulcans and brown Vulcans. And yellow Maybe. But it could be, right? I mean... Well, we do eventually see black Vulcans, but no. That's why there was a green Andorian once. No. I mean, honestly, that's possible. Maybe they just come in all the colors of the rainbow. Could be. Mm. Vulcans um, tend to come in the same shades as humans. Well, all right, then I'm going to assume it was a Remulan. The often, the never spoken of Remulan. Well, because if you have Romulus, you have to have Remus. They do. We do see Remans. Stop! Do we really? Yeah. Do. I'm they, so they excited! Don't like, they don't look like that. Oh, yeah, no. well then, fuck them, they did it wrong. <laughs> so, I, I'd say that this... What, what was Rom's name in this, actually? I know it wasn't Rom. For those who are confused... What the fuck is it? The guy that played the Ferengi in this will later Sobek. appear... Sobek. Will later appear in Deep Space Nine as a recurring Ferengi named Rom, which yeah. is why I keep Max calling him that. Rodenchik, I believe. Rodenchik. Yeah. His eyes were really small in this episode. I, lo- I like very squinty. I like his voice better. His the, the voice of Rom just makes well, me want to punch Rom him. Rom is intended to be like a dopey guy. Yeah, so they yeah. gave him like dopey guy voice. I feel like. Wait, so uh, what? So may I ask what? Clark. Nash, what was brother? Moogie. That's my Rom impression. Pretty Yikes. accurate. Good. What were you saying? So he talks. Oh, well, I can't fucking wait for that. What What was the guy's name? Max Grodenchik. So Grodenchik? So why was he doing stereotypical Asian voice? He's a Ferengi. Yeah, but that oh, was... See, I, didn't, I didn't get that. Oh, I, didn't get that I did. I was like, really? when you said Peter Lorre earlier, I was thinking like, you mean in that he sounds like he's doing a bad... I think he was just doing Chinese like, American. I think impression? he was just talking through those horrible fake teeth. And I think he was doing know. he was it doing sounded... Ferengi because the Ferengi have so far always had sort of a yeah. Weird, but this one this one struck voice. me as really 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 weird, like a really stereotypical accent. I, know. I think I was just so happy to see Max Grodenchik not doing the feel. Sounds like he got kicked in the head by a donkey as a young child voice. Jesus. But yeah, this this Sovac, aside from having what seems like a Vulcan name, strikes me as sort of. They, f- they figured out what they're doing with the Ferengi, because I feel like he's more what I expect a Ferengi to be. A bumbling fool. But also, I mean, like, the he's... ones from the one where Troy got laid. What the fuck episode was that? Oh, The um... Troy getting laid episode, and they were Ferengi barge in. They were, yeah. They were on the same with The wormhole. Yeah. yeah, but this is very much like, this is, because, again, I mostly know them from Deep Space Nine, this feels very much like a, he's a civilian, but he's also up to scheming and stuff. I'm just like, yeah, no, this is, this is what the Ferengi were meant to be, a race of Peter Lorries, because Peter Lorry usually plays a kind of... He, Creepy whistling child rapist? Aside from that, he normally plays, you know, just sort of scheming, kind of slightly Little incompetent. ingratiating to the main characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like clearly what they were doing with this was like, really all right, we're doing Peter a film Lorry. noir thing. We want to have a Peter Lorre-esque character. That seems right for a Ferengi. And that sort of ends up getting stamped on them. Which, which works, because again, that's sort of what I'm used to them being. You and can it, never fully trust a Ferengi. Well, and I also love that he was then kind of like... Wanted to bone that woman because she was like better oh, at yeah. his own game than he was. Yeah, like, but she wears clothes. It's unseemly. Please stay away from her. That hasn't been established yet. I it? loved his fucking Hawaiian shirt. Like, are you <laughs> kidding me? I love. But that. it's so weird to see like surfer boy Ferengi like surfing USA Sovac. Well, in his name? little, yeah. in his little like it sounds head. much like Slovak or True. something. Sounds like a Vulcan name. Too. That's what I said. Oh. But uh, and it, did you notice though his little the little like lampshade he wore on the back of his head also had like similar colors. 
Like it was it was coordinated. Nice. Yeah, you gotta coordinate your outfit. Yeah. They're very fashionable people. Mm. They are. Yeah. Yeah, they got their little head shades. Have you seen Quark's outfits? You're gonna gonna love Quark's outfits. Yeah. Are you being sarcastic? No, No, I love Quark. Okay, so but he doesn't look like a fucking crook. He basically Quark basically only wears your grandmother's seat cushions. But he pulls actually, it off like whoa. Here's the thing: it, I am looking forward to that because it sounds like he and I dress at the, the shop at the same stores. Yeah, the curtain shop. <laughs> oh, so also where Fräulein Maria shops then? Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Vash, or as I thought of her by the end of this first draft, River Song. Yeah, I could see that. Who? So this is sorry. A character uh, from Doctor Who. Yeah, she's a sort of she's officially an archaeologist, but she's also kind of an adventurer and not always on the right side of legality and sort of thing. And definitely shows up too fucking much. Yeah, I don't think Vash does. She only shows up a couple more times. Yeah, I think yeah. Vash shows up more, more though. I'm so excited. I liked I her a lot. We get her one more time in TNG, and then we get her once in DS9. I like her. I oh like yeah, her. No, I, I thought her and her and uh, Patrick Stewart together were Jean Luc. Great. I, I was I was just so amused by just, him. Like I think she's out of his league. That's fair. Really, you think she's out of his league? Interesting. I mean, if you don't count the bulge, uh, Ames, it's the only thing I count. <laughs> but in this episode, you are just like, damn it, Picard. Why are you a captain? You seem to enjoy this bullshit more. I mean, we'll talk. I don't I mean, think Picard because he can he can Picard? play on the holodeck all day. If yeah, he wants. Picard doesn't do things because he enjoys them. He does things because he's good at them. Mm, that's fair. And he's not very good at this archaeology thing, considering she. Like, had the thing the whole time. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, which is another thing. So let's talk about these, quote-unquote, aliens from the future. The Vorgons? Wow, their makeup was shit. Their makeup was pretty bad. I like the colors. The colors, the colors are good. I thought the I thought the makeup was done well. I just personally, I don't know, something about their design. I think, the, like, the, the, the weird the, scales the hol- in the their The hologram. Were they meant to look like fish? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I could see them being kind of fishy. So the other thing about them... So they, so they come, they're like, Picard, you're going to find this artifact, we know, because we read your novel. I don't know. Oh, doesn't this, doesn't this wind up being a grandfather paradox exactly. or whatever? Because... Would he have even gone on this stupid adventure? Because A, like... Because he goes he... because they come and tell him that he's going to go, right? Sort Pretty of. much. Like, I feel like he wouldn't have followed up on this whole Vash thing if it weren't for that. I think I think he would have followed up with the Vash thing, but he w- wouldn't have planned to give it to the Vorgons. Or destroy it, as the case might be. He might have just been on the ride, you know? So yeah. what, could he would they definitely ha- go on an archaeology adventure. So That's the totally Vorgons, you know, they fucking showed their hand. Why don't they just... Come and observe, or hi- yeah, hide until he finds the thing naturally, as they know he already will, and then st- and then have steal a it from gun him. and be like, "Give yeah. it to us now." But he didn't find it. Vash did. Mm, well, yes, exactly. So yeah, they even showed up. They're like, "You're gonna find it." No, he wouldn't have because if they didn't tell him he was gonna find it, he never would have found it. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah it, it, you do have to wonder where the record comes from exactly. Like, in the only reason I Picard's think Picard's personal oh, diary. So, I found a toy today. No, so that's the thing though. He knows it needs to work out that way when he makes his like personal log or something about his vacation. He purposely leaves out oh, pertinent details. He plays them. Because he knows if he records his log that she actually found it first, they would have known that instead. But that's still... Oh, it's a still a grandfather paradox, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there's grandfather paradox all over the place. And like the other thing, you know, if they had <laughs> This thing has grandfather paradox written all over it. Sorry, Jake. I don't think he would have... Even, I don't think he would have suspected that Vash already had it, even. No, but I'm assuming he made the he... personal log after the fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, I understand. 
So, I don't know. I think the whole thing is bullshit. Yeah. Well, so they, I was... I think this whole thing was a setup by Riker. I was confused... I, I kind of agree, honestly. ...by the ending. The ending when Picard says, well, I wonder when they come back again to try again... Yeah, that meet each work. other that time as well. And yeah. I'm just like, you mean we're going to live this over and over again? What like, time no, it already doesn't happened work that for way. you? Your time is linear, and it happened. Yeah, no, that doesn't yeah, work no, that it, way. It, it, that's definitely... But that's like romantic yeah. cuteness. I don't really think he meant literally. Yeah. I think Supposedly, that he was just being cute. There was a in the original script. There was a the final scene would have been the Vorgons coming back again, and they cut it because it was even more confusing mm. as them doing their their next attempt at getting the talks with that. Well, that's the other big problem with any time time travel bullshit because the people from the future can just try again if yeah. they fuck it up. Yeah, and only the one that only the last time they do it is the one that counts. That's why but you know, you know a movie I really like. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. No, well oh. that's fine. Focus Journey. No, that's also fine. Born Thirty. The one with time Ashton Kutcher. Uh, Ashton Kutcher time travel movie. Ashton. Butterfly Effect. Butterfly Effect. Oh, is that about time travel? Hot tub I've never time seen machine. It's, I mean, it's kind. It's it's like <laughs> schlocky. It's like not you know early two thousands, but it's actually a pretty halfway decent time travel movie in that the whole premise of it is that he goes back to points in his own timeline and oh and he fucks up little things and he like changes like he's like oh you know my you know i can't remember any of the things that he did but for example oh you know my friend you know lost a nut so i'll prevent him from going that's not a tiny thing prevent him from going on that horse riding trip and then it turns out (laughs) that his balls are poison in the future or something. Wow. That's, oh, how does I, he discover this? I don't want to know. First time he gets a blowjob. Yeah, it's like basically every time he tries to change Ooh, something DOA. little to make it better, it ends up making the future worse for everybody. Back to the Future 2? <laughs> no, that was Biff. And he did succeed in making the future better for himself. Mm. Star Trek. I like how uh, Picard obviously listened to Vash's mixtape. I know, yeah, that was, I thought that was funny. I wanted I wanted Vash to come in and Picard says, oh, I listened to your mixtape. I too like big butts and cannot lie. Wait, listen to her mixtape? Because yeah. she gives him a little the, CD. The she slips it oh. in a mixtape in his pocket. Yeah. yeah. I thought her ruse was kind of clever, though. This whole thing was just a setup so that Sovak would leave her alone. Yeah. So she wanted to get the, the talks with that and bring it back to the Daystrom Institute. Well, allegedly. Which seems like a terrible well, idea. Well, that's right, because she's going to sell it to them, right? She yeah. said. Was she going to sell it or to them? Well, she said she was going to donate it to science, but she's actually. Gonna... She was going to give it to Dr. Soren. That'll make more sense later. But yeah, like, she was going to try to get them to give her. Something. I mean, no matter it. what, like this thing is a, is a is a gigantic weapon. It's like you know, if you had the fucking slaver weapon from TAS, like you, mm. it, that thing is safe in no one's hands. No, even no. if you're a person who will, like would never use it, you can give it to the space quaker we met. Said, here's a weapon, to keep it safe. No, somebody would something would it. go wrong. Now that's the thing. River that was, Song would actually turn. Well, actually, out and steal it. I would. Yeah. I, I'm going to say no, right? Because what do they say? He said it. It stops all fusion in a star, right? That's the idea. Is that so? It basically, turns off a star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see that coming in handy. For example, oh, if like a star was going nova, if a star was going to go nova, and it's like, oh well, the the resulting explosion is going to wipe out all say these Romulus, civil, well, all yeah, of but, these civilizations. But conversely, if someone Toss turned off our star, we'd all die. Well, yeah, it, exactly. It, it's like the Genesis device. It could be used for good. It could be used for evil. Well, yeah, and look what happens when the Genesis device falls in the wrong hands. You wind up with Star Trek Three. Mm. Now that's the thing I was unclear on. Though, shit, used only for evil. Did the people in the present know what the Toxu thought was? Because I was under the impression that until the people from the future told... Like, they knew it existed. Right. But I was under the impression, I felt like when they told Picard, like, oh yeah, I could turn off a star, that was news to him, which 
Like, I feel plus like because the Daystrom Institute hadn't done their research. Yet. I feel like they must have known something, because otherwise, why would they be? Well, like, well they like, know that it, they know that it's a legendary artifact from the future, right? But they don't necessarily know exactly what it does. It could just be like, like a food processor or something. Yeah, like oh, yeah. it julienne's fries. Yes, yeah. it, you know, it, it probably also does that. It could have been a crystallized <laughs> chunk of space whale poop for all they knew. Ooh, space from whales. the future. Hmm. Well, but then that actually, that would be great because then you can uh, look through its poop like your sister would do. Yeah. Your sister? Yes. Yes. And see what space whales eat in the future. And that's actually probably really scientific improvement stuff. Probably, yeah. Those are all words. I feel like you have this weapon of unimaginable destructive power. Unobtainium? Probably. They find it in Iraq. Throwing it on the ground. Yeah. And letting it explode is not... The best way, mm. and especially when you know nothing about it. True. Because we don't really know what the mechanism of the, like, maybe it sends out waves of stinky poo, and that anybody that smells it can never get the smell out of their nose, and they will be smelling stinky poo mm. for the rest of their life. He didn't know that. Nah, yeah, it's a risk you have to take. I don't do anything without checking if it smells like stinky poo. Yeah, the way the way to activate it, as we learned in the Paradise Syndrome, I think, is you call, you use your your communicator and say Kirk to Enterprise three to beam up, and it turns on. Also, like activate Order fourteen was that what it was? General Order fourteen. Uh, transporter Order fourteen or Transporter Code fourteen. So like. That's just the kill, the kill button. That's yeah, just the, whatever. The, the, finny, the finny button, the finny beamer. But in, but in the transporter specifically. Yeah, but maybe that's what helps. Why continue. does transport it directly these... into the finny tube? Starfleet has all of these fucking general orders that are all terrifying. Kill, kill, uh, or execute General Order Twenty Four. That was it, right? That was I think sterilize so. That was the sterilize the, the planet. World, yeah. Why is that Twenty Four? That why be... is that at all? <laughs> why is Beam something and explode something with the transporter. And, like, he had to know... Well, well, okay. That's putting a lot of faith in O'Brien. If you are, like, dealing with a situation where someone has, like, let's say someone has armed a bomb that you don't know how to disarm... Blow it up! Well, wait. But that's the thing. Blow it up away from you. Maybe what it is is the transporter helps contain the blast. Maybe that's why the explosion of this super weapon was so... Oh, you think that's what it was? You think it was like a force field? It sort of like helps contain it, maybe? That makes more sense. I was honestly half expecting the end of the episode would be, uh, turns out the explosion was just a, a trick effect, and he actually just had it beamed into the Enterprise, and it was going to be like on his <laughs> desk. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, he's gonna, the explosion was nothing but a red herring. He's going to keep it with that blanket he got from the Mintakins. Yeah. And probably that singing rock from wherever. Oh, yeah, the singing Pen rock. pals? The <laughs> yeah. singing sword from... Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the shoe. Mm, poor shoe. The shoe got melted. Mm-hmm. That movie's fucked up. But yeah, I, I could see that just being like a you sort of implode it in a small safe space. Okay. That makes And like more I said, sense. if you assume it's like that, it helps. Why not just explode it. it in the transporter beam itself? Well that's what I mean. I think that's what they did. I mean like in particles. Why not just oh, beam it into the sun? Oh. Nice. Oops. And Picard destroys Risa. What was it doing on Risa anyway? So somebody came back from the future. In the 22nd century. Was it the 27th? Was... No, I think he went back to the 22nd oh. from the 27th. Okay. Was banging some Horgon in the cave and it yep. fell out of his pocket. Yep. And then he went home? Like, why... They, they were hiding it from the future and then had to go and collect it again. It does seem weird to hide it on a 
vacation world. Well, because no one's gonna go spelunking when there's lots of bitches to bang. You know See, I also thought when Vash hit it in the fucking Horgon, that would be found immediately, because those Horgons get used all the fucking time. Well, we see, those ones are part of the hotel lobby display. They weren't for sale. Well, well why did they already have a built-in hidden compartment? Party. There's already eight it's, shawties. It's where you normally put your condoms. Why do you think you bring a hoe to a hotel? Actually, that'd be fine. You, you normally you open them, just, just prophylactics. Hmm. Was that also chingy? What? Holiday Inn. I don't know. I can't it's think a rapid discussed in the these. past. We talked about Chingy last week, and I think I think it was the same. Thing that he he did the uh, right there, right there. Yeah, that's great, Jake. <laughs> Anywho, um, what was I? Gonna, I was gonna say. Oh yeah, so hiding shit in the past. Dumb idea, right? Because the thing is, the past eventually becomes the now. Mm-hmm. So like, if you hide something like I don't know somebody's head in a cave. Somebody's head. That's weirdly specific, Jake. Sure. It's like that episode of. uh, Yes. It's like that episode of Futurama where they uh, drop Bender's head out of the uh, Planet Express ship. And then they go and they find it in the 31st century because they have to go back to the future. Sure. Or a future Star Trek episode that hasn't happened yet. Yes, Um, I was trying to avoid that. Or Uh, what what fucking show did we watch once? Terra Nova, was it? No. Terra, the, yeah, it was Terra was Nova. Terra fucking Nova. Yeah, Terra fucking shithole Nova. Yep. Worst television show ever produced yep. by anyone yes, ever. And yes, now, that underneath, I mean, like it's in the it's in a league with Terra Nova, Under the Fucking Dome, Revolution, and no, that's it. That's the trio. Under the fucking dome, huh? So bad. Is that by Stephen fucking King? It is. I thought so. Fucking awful. Yes, you've actually you've explained the premise of that before. What, under Go- the dome? Of Terra no, Nova. Terra Nova. Terra Nova such and a how garbage. Hate it. It's so fucking bad. I've it, never seen it, but I, I'm with you. I, don't. I hate it. It's also. so bad. Yeah, there's, there's, there's shows that you watch that are bad, but they're entertainingly bad. This one is just, it, it makes you want to like so claw whole, your own flesh. The whole premise oh, like, of the like show was that they're like, oh, we now it's not really, we're not really at dinosaur times because we sent back an indestructible object and we couldn't find it in the future. And then somebody else comes, and then I'm sitting there, I'm like, how do you know Picard and Vash didn't just show up and take it? Oh, because, you know, things can last on the surface of a planet, no matter what they're made out of, for like millions of years and tectonic activity or other things or asteroid strikes none of that would possibly destroy it and I'm I like, like this voice I was gonna say I'm finding this voice kinda is, is it good? You tell like, me more huh. <laughs> yeah it's so fucking bad anyway, anyway point is you don't hide shit in the past because eventually the past becomes the now yeah if you're gonna hide something and you're a time travel you hide it in the fucking future you go to the fucking distant future you hide it no one's going to find it. Ever. Well, in the distant future, maybe. Oh, okay, I understand. You know what I'm saying? You yes. go to the past. Because like, here's the thing. If Vash hadn't found it, the fucking Horgons, Vergons, whatever the fuck they were, they could have just waited it out. They could have gone but, to 27th century Risa, found yeah, it there, but, got laid. But there's like... <laughs> Risa in the 27th century is just a, an ocean of spunk. Is that uh, anything ooh. like Buck Rogers in the 20th century? But... Doesn't time travel kind of rely on the idea that like time is linear and all moments are happening at once ish? Nah, no, depends well, on what it does in this case because because because, because in that case hiding it in the future won't work. Somebody in the future could still find it, right? Kind so, of, well, somebody, but it won't ruin your current time. It won't ruin the twenty seven. Yeah, also, okay, you're well, right. If you really wanted to get rid of the fucking thing, why don't you just it's call confusing. order fourteen? Because mm-hmm. apparently it's easy enough to destroy this thing in the twenty fourth century. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that that's the... But then, of course, it's that obvious answer of we wouldn't have had an episode. Yeah, it's also true. But then again, I contend the reason nothing about this episode makes the least amount of sense is because... It was all fabricated it was by Ryder. all writer. set up. You ever see that movie, The Game? Yeah. With, uh, what's his name? You ever, seen, you ever, you ever seen that movie, fuck, what the fuck is it called? Jim Carrey. Uh, Truman Show. Oh. Yes, but no. But no, that's not what this is. The Game was a fun movie, though. I've never seen Michael it. Douglas. I love Michael Douglas. He plays this, like, rich bastard guy. And, I mean, so, he's, he's not he really... plays himself. Yeah. I don't really know. And then, like, his brother who he's estranged from i think like buys him a like the best birthday gift and it's like a larp and where like he's supposed to Would be you like to define larp in case anyone out oh, here we're, under a rock? our listeners know what a larp is <laughs> yeah, it's just live action role play yeah, right? yeah basically like you're gonna be the star of a real life adventure mm-hmm. and and he's like yeah yeah yeah, and i'm sure it'll be fun batch. and they're like you'll never know it'll start you know it'll just happen but it'll be fun you'll have a great time it gets it gets really fucked because like it turns out the whole thing might be real and like there's actually people trying to kill him. Oh. Similarly, there is the uh, underrated Bill Murray classic, The Man Who Knew Too Little. Actually, I don't remember if it's good or not, but it's it, not good. It's a similar idea where he's like a relative gets him like a, a spy LARP, but then something goes wrong and he runs into real spies. But the whole time he thinks it's still just this game, so he's like, "Ah, this is fun. No one could possibly get hurt." Oh, shit. It's also the premise to the movie Game Night. Hmm, haven't seen that. Yeah, I've only seen ads. I watched it on the plane. Oh, you watched it? Was it any good? It's alright. Was it worth watching? It's alright. We made Jesse Plemons is in it. That's what isn't that all Jesse Plemons and uh, fucking Jason Bateman, right? Yeah, Rachel Love McAdams. Jason Ooh, isn't that, isn't that sort of also then like the... Have you all ever seen Knights of Badassery? No. Peter Dinklage was in it for some reason. Isn't that like, asked him? That asked him thing. Uh, Whatever. Something stupid. Whatever. The, the name alone would turn me off. Well, and it was it was actually pretty good, but the idea is that like they're all already like out larping in the woods, and then like a real thing happens, and I think that some of them maybe think that it's not a real thing, but then it kills a few people. Whoops! <laughs> it gets a little realer. Uh, Any remaining? What's that? What? Boop. Oh shit! And I hit you in the wrong part of the face as well. I was trying to boop your nose, and I booped your face. Yeah, you just you just. <laughs> Fingered my mouth a little. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. I apologize for right, molesting your mouth. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, last thing I was gonna say, Rom doesn't know how to say human yet. Yeah, I know. I was very upset. Yeah. It was he saying human. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's disappointing. Like, oh, man. I, cause I, I swear other friends have said it already. I thought they had. Yeah. They yeah, never stuck a horgon up there. Oh, totally. What in their JJ? Or anywhere? Any? Up Any there. orifice? That's Any... Like, I assume that's what they were for. Do you think that uh, Frankie stick them in their Is that ears? that way they get the flared base? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you don't lose it. Do you think that Ferengi have ear sex? Yeah, yeah it's called we'll, we'll um, get to it. Um, umox or something like that. Stop. Are you fucking for real right now? Yeah, it's like, it's not like sex, it's like, it's very sensitive. Oh, it's like a sensual massage of the ears. Yes, but it's very, it's, you, they, but they, you they, massage they, it with your they penis. Come, they, they get they, off like, on it. Like, like, There's a very particular off. way you have to do it. But yeah, they really like it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's pretty graphic. It is. Is it as graphic as the Ponfar hand hand touches? It is. It more it, so. ma- it makes Ponfar look not far enough. <laughs> oh, pawn too short. <laughs> pawn near. That wasn't funny. That wasn't a good one. Uh, no, you, you win the episode. Ponfar, pawn near. No, Ames already. 
Right. We, we, okay. We've strangled the pawn far joke today. Yes, Are you yes. saying we've pawn far enough? We, <laughs> we surely have. We, we only go pawn far enough. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> so uh, so if... in a, uh, I have one more thing on my card. Cool. Yes. Uh, in an original draft, there would have been a sideshow kind of thing that Picard goes to on on Riza that wants to show everyone, everyone what their greatest fear is. And Picard's greatest fear, according to this sideshow, would have been he that becomes man? an admiral and gets a desk job. Oh. oh. I was expecting it to be children. Well, that actually seems right, too, though, because like, this is his idea of vacation, is like swashbuckling around, spelunking in caves. I'm glad so. they got rid of that, because that's they've already done this with, with Kirk, right? Because yeah. yeah. that was Kirk's whole problem, was that he became yeah. an admiral and got a desk job, and he hated it. Yeah. Until McCoy said, you really have to fucking get your captaincy back. Also, look at these awesome glasses I bought you. Which you uh, probably destroy. Yeah, and don't trade does. them away like a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how time travel works. Uh, but yeah, so Roddenberry vetoed the idea, but really, really liked the idea of Ryza. Of course he did. Surprising everyone. Who did? did Roddenberry? Roddenberry. Oh. Uh, in fact, he wanted Ryza to have lots of erotic... Iraq- <laughs> Lots of erotic activity happening in the background, including lots of same-sex erotic activity happening Ooh, in the okay, background. Okay, open-minded, that's fair. Uh, they got around it by, by swearing that, oh no, hiring that many extras would just wouldn't have, wouldn't have been in the budget. So Tin Man. So Tin Man. What, is it, what did everything, everyone think of Tam? He was interesting. He's a cuckoo. They I did like a great it. job establishing him as just hateable. Until you realize there's a there's a reason you're hateable, so I know I'm conflicted. Yeah, he's not like I your typical... I want you to get killed by the thing, he's but not, I understand you. He's not your typical sort of like... He's not... At first, he's just yet another overconfident, arrogant, Starfleet, Federation, attache, diplomat type. But then you realize, like, no, he's like... He's, yeah. he's got he's a legitimate... A, he's just torture. He's yeah. a tortured soul. Yeah, he's kind of... like been, been just inundated his entire life with noise he can't shut off. And he's so far ahead of everyone because he can hear all their thoughts and everything's moving so slow for him. Do you think and there's like a, a commentary here on like autistic people? I was thinking they, that a little on bit. And how they, re, you know, they, they I know, encounter the world. I know this uh, this whole episode was taken from, taken almost entirely from a short story that turned into a novel called Tin Woodman. Oh. And they, they took it specifically because it was, like, ready to shoot. Like, the second they got the script, they started, like, the next week with um, production stuff. Where did they get the fucking music for this episode? Because I don't know new about guy. you guys, but the, was it a new guy? It was a new guy. Okay. Not I was like, it was totally it. weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was all, like, so action-y. I was actually going to ask about that, because normally I watch these on, on TV. Yeah. But this one I actually watched on a laptop with headphones. So I wasn't sure if I was noticing the music more because of that or if it was just way more noticeable. No, it was it's scored a, entirely different than yeah, it's ever, a, any previous episode. Okay. Yeah, it's a new staff person that is going to become a regular that's going to swap off back and forth with one of their other I mean, main music sound guys. It did a pretty good job of making the stakes and the events seem larger scale than they actually were. Yeah, well, that's what I could think. I could be like, man, this seems like it's really fucking serious right now. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of, that That can be sort of part of the effect of a good score. You Did know you mean? notice the music, Caitlin? I didn't. Either. No, not at all. You see, I, that's the thing, is I, I was very conscious of it. I was like, this maybe this is just because I'm wearing headphones, but apparently it wasn't. But yeah, it made me yeah. think of, um, what's his name? Robert Zemeckis, where he was saying, like, the original Back to the Future, they had, relatively speaking, you know, not much of a budget. And so, you know, he's talking to the composer, Alan Silvestri, and he's basically like, so, you know, what should I do there? I have the entire, you know, he basically said, could you make it seem bigger than it all is? 
And you know, that's where you get this huge, wonderful sort of brassy Back to the Future score. And, you know, again, like in this, it did this did the similar thing. You know, it just made everything seem so vital and huge and larger scale. It made it seem bigger and more epic. And uh, I appreciated it. I thought, I thought it was misplaced in this episode. Oh, see, I enjoyed it. See, I think I think this would have been a good soundtrack for, I don't know, an episode where there actually seemed like there were really high stakes into mm. the story. Like, in this case, it's like, okay, some fucking space whale dies. Eh. But, like, you know, it was like, we're on the brink of war. The Romulan, you know. This would have been a great soundtrack for uh, the not Galorndon Core. The, the one after Galorndon Core, where Tomalak chases them into the neutral zone. I thought that was Galorndon Core. No, no, no. Galorndon Core is when... Oh, Lori... the one with um the Defector. The Defector. Yeah, this would have been a great soundtrack for the Defector. Oh, I thought Galorndon Core was the Defector. No, no. So Galorndon, yeah, yeah, we agree that the Galorndon Core was where oh, they were Jordy gets trapped right, on the planet right, right, with the right, right. Yeah, and, yes. and, and makes best friends. The, the Enemy was the title of that. There we go. Yeah, the Defector. Terrible titles. That's, we agreed on the episode. I just forgot Galorndon Core was yeah, the part so, of it. Yeah, so yeah, so... The defector, like that's that's the kind of music I would expect from that episode, where it's like, holy shit, there's actual real stakes here. This is yeah. some Cuban Missile Crisis shit. Whereas this one, I'm just like, okay, yeah, I get it. It's sad that the space whale's in trouble, but the, on the other hand, I'm just like, yeah, but you know, you're just you're heightening the tension for no apparent reason here. Hmm. I mean, would, well, the, would the episode be kind of boring to listen to otherwise? Yeah, it's, it's a boring. It's, it's one of the more oh, really? it's one of the more heady ones. I actually really enjoyed this one. I Thank enjoyed you. it to an extent, but I just I'm, it's not one that you're going to remember in six months. I don't know because I really like I like Ames. I was really taken in by how they handled the character of Tam. I thought that ended up being like I was like, oh god, just this again. It's like, oh no, it isn't this again. Yeah, yeah. I kind of expected almost like a Charlie X bullshit or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. When he's making his connections with Data, you're like, this is actually a good characteriz- characterization for you. Like, yeah. to learn that you're someone with whom I can create a relationship from the ground up instead of hearing in your head, man, this guy's annoying, over and over again, like how Troy is all the time. Yeah. Although, in this episode, though, fuck Riker. What a douche. Yeah. Well, you know. He was like, I mean, again, I get it. Yeah, yeah, his friends died, but it does sound like what happened was... He said, like, hey, Captain, maybe don't do this thing. And, yeah, he admits maybe he should have gone, like, no, Captain, really, don't do this thing. But if we didn't have this fucking mindset of Starfleet captains just getting to, like, swing their dicks around, mm-hmm. I don't have to listen to the expert. No, no, no. You know, I, I just thought Riker was being unfair. It reminded me of that episode where McCoy had to slap a woman who was given birth. Yeah, the, how? Cave, the cave. Yeah. No, I remember the episode. I'm just not sure how where the connection is. Because it, there, there are people where who you have to act a very certain way, or oh, they'll just kill you. I see. And they killed one of the red shirts for having a gun on him or something. Yes. And okay. Like, who told this guy he could have a gun on him? Yeah. These these people have very very specific cultural taboos. Yeah. Well, it's um, also like yeah, but again, I bring I go back to the point of. Why are Starfleet captains in charge of this very delicate shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. There should be there should be people like and it yeah, shouldn't be fucking should be... Tam because he's a fucking weirdo and no one wants to be around him. Well, he's a little unbalanced for sure. Yeah. And I sort of wonder if part of the reason why the captain was like, I fucking do what I want was because Tam was like, No, no, Captain, you really shouldn't do this thing. And he was just like, Fuck you. No, Tam wasn't like, anyway. No, no, Captain, you really shouldn't do this thing. He was like, You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Fuck you. You're doing it wrong. You're you're a fucking idiot. 
Come on now. I'm sure he didn't say that. No, you know he did because he's a fucking asshole. He's I, an asshole honestly, to everybody. I, I wasn't that bothered by Tim. I thought he was an asshole. I mean, I just, I guess I... Well, I mean, I guess, yeah, he was a bit much, but again, you find out why and you're like, all right, I get it. Yeah, I understand his plight. I have sympathy You still wouldn't want to hang out with yeah, him. Yeah, and I certainly wouldn't put him in a situation where his conduct could have an impact that could... But his conduct didn't. The cat that we know did. Well, we assume it's the cat. Well, we I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I think, I think Starfleet needs to seriously reevaluate their first contact procedures. Yeah. I did enjoy him, you know, calling Riker on his shit and calling him Billy Boy. That was hysterical. Mm. Oh, I missed I that. I missed that. Yeah, yeah he called it. Yeah, he's like, yes, Billy Boy, and during when the scene. In the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When he's like, I did blah 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 blah, whatever. Yes, I remember this. Yeah. yeah, I know what's on your mind, Riker. Underneath all the pornography, you're, yeah. mad, you're mad at me. Oh, God, reading Micah's mind must be just... I can, oh. I can imagine being a telepath must be like being a gynecologist or a urologist or something, right? Because it's like, how can you talk to somebody when you know mm. and you've seen it? Like, how can you look somebody in the eye and be like... I, uh, how can you look somebody in the brown eye? And still there we go. There it's it like, is. I know, I, know all, I know all that's going on underneath. Some of my best conversations ever have been with gynecologists... Really? Maybe it's because there's like an honesty there. It's like, you know everything. So yeah, you've seen my vag. Let's chat. Let's, let's have a talk. I actually, well, so she actually wasn't a gynecologist. It was an, it was an NP. It wasn't. She had this. Just some guy I met in a back alley. <laughs> he said he was a doctor. He, and he, he had look. stirrups, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But it was an NP. It wasn't like an officially gynecologist. But I feel like, you know, I was like, so I think this might be the problem. And we had this very frank discussion and she came in and was like, guess what? That was the problem. And I was like, yay! She was honestly probably thrilled to have someone just be really straightforward because I bet a lot of people are kind of... I had too many toy soldiers up there. That might be the problem. (laughs) That's usually the problem. I tried using a real egg with my ovipositor. Oh, no. Why is it that every fucking podcast I'm on... Ovipositors come up because they're fucking hilarious. I was actually just talking about the ovipositor last night. I was like, "Have you heard about the ovipositor?" Oh, hey, Star Trek. Yes, please. Good. Where the fuck were we before we went down that road? Uh, talking about Tam. Oh yeah, and how you guys hate him. So the Tin Man itself, which what? Why? Why Tin Man? It was a code name. No, I know, but what a dumb code name. He because he, he, he just needed some lube. He needed a heart. I don't know. Oh, was Tam his heart? Tam was his heart. And also his balls, maybe? Yeah. I'm sure Tam fucked on to the second they have beamed off. Oh, yeah, no, like another little thing grew out of the ground in front of the chair, <laughs> like a little fleshlight, basically. The chair effect looked better than I thought it would. Yeah, that was, I, that was surprising. I read that they just made a chair out of wax and melted it and then put the footage in reverse, and I was like, that's going to look terrible. But huh. it didn't look as bad as I thought that's it would. I saw a lot of those things. It was kind of cool. Far back in the day, you know? Melt some shit. It's funny, because I thought it looked kind of like uh, stop motion, but I could see how reversing footage of a melting thing would... Either way, it looked really cool. Yeah. It was good. Uh, so I guess I kind of missed the entire point of this episode, I think. Like, why do they give a shit a that point? this... Well, why do they give a shit that this thing's going to explode? It, well, they they, they want to make sure the Tin Man isn't there when it explodes. It could be a but big But why weapon. do they care? It's a living thing. 
It's in a it's completely. A, yeah. I'm un- sorry. Do they save every living thing well, it's a from every blowing up star? It's a completely unique living. Thing. Yeah, it's a it's a bioship. But it was never doing it because it like wanted it to die, didn't? didn't well, they didn't that know one, that. Didn't that what Tam said? They that didn't it, like was do it actually doing. It was like committing suicide. Well, they didn't know that until Tam got there. Oh, okay, so that's so. This is the point I was making earlier, though. So, like, does it still do it, or does it decide think, not to do it I because think that's Tam specifically? Un- that's specifically. Yeah, made. they leave that up to the viewer. I think. I yeah. think it still did it because I think they both wanted to die and I think that they both found the acceptance and belonging they wanted and were like good it's never going to get better than this let's just end it but I'm a pessimist yeah I mean I personally and I think they specifically left it vague because you don't want to glorify suicide you can imagine Tin Man being like oh finally I've met someone after you know and we can spend the next hundred million years roaming the galaxy and and Tam's like um so about about lifespans uh, here uh, we got probably like another 30 years Eh. although we don't know also what what can you make food for me what can you feed? Yeah. Me? Well, it must be a more of that chair. It had chair a, food. It had a crew before, so it probably yeah, but it's like something. A, but they're aliens. They probably eat poo. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like we don't know. This thing is borderline magic. For all we know, it also keep him alive. For an inordinate. I, I want to be optimistic and assume they're tooling around having space adventures. Space yeah, sex. I don't think so. That too. Space sex ventures. I mm. think. Yeah. I don't know. I think. Uh, I prefer to imagine that they like died in each other's arms and it was magic. Yeah. Either either way, it's a, it's a it's nice that they found each other. This yeah. is the most it's shocking beautiful. thing about this episode, though. Surprising, I'd say, is the fact that the captain of the hood mm-hmm. survived the episode, as far as we know. Captain DeSoto, because he was such good friends with Riker and Picard. <laughs> I'm like, true. oh, an old friend. They do. Oh, he's, they he's, do he awesome. doesn't have longer in this yeah. world. That's why he got out of there as fast as he could. Yeah. Yep, yep. He was like, all right, beating the guy, get the fuck out of here, warping. Yeah, he was first mentioned in Farpoint eventually. Was he? Yeah, he was Riker's uh, original commanding officer. Right, he's dropped off by the hood. Holy shit, I forgot. That's why they're... God damn, good call Continuity for a change. I thought you were just saying cunt. I was like, wow. Continuity. Continuity. Same cunt twice. Oh my. Same cunt time, same cunt channel. Um, So here he does, DeSoto says something which does sort of beg the question, though. What does a lot of the fleet do? What does God need with the starship? Because he talks about, oh, you're galaxy class, boys. Get sent out to do all this extra. I'm just schlepping between star bases. Well, there's there's a lot of fucking planets. So they, like, remember how the Enterprise had to, like, stop off and do, like, medical exams on the craters and shit? Or even just cargo, like, bringing medicines and bringing... What do you think fucking modern naval ships do 99% of the time? Well, we... But we've explored well, no. the va- well. Here's the thing, though. We've explored the vast majority of our planet, and they are a strictly military organization. Starfleet is theoretically military second. Yeah, but I mean, even the Navy has, you know, using continuing with that example. I mean, they they do humanitarian shit. They're bringing, yeah. they, they're doing disaster relief. Yeah, well, I mean, but I guess as as maybe you know, they also do like the you know how like sometimes flagships will visit different different uh, ports. Maybe they have to do that sometimes. Maybe like maybe part of their thing is like some of them are um you know when you get people to uh, enlist that's it enlistment enlist enlistment is that a word? But everybody wants to be in Starfleet. Enlistitude. Yeah. Enlistitude, sir. I mean, I guess you also like yeah, apologies to about the weed whacking everyone. Um, Not the table, Chris. Mm, Jesus, mm, mm, Jake, mm. put it away. But I mean, I guess you know we do see you know we we do tend to see sort of yeah you know, with TNG and TOS we mostly they go they see a plan they go that was fun and then they leave. But I, either Kate Lorraine's was saying basically, yeah, then you send like the hood to do the really tedious, all right, we're going to orbit this planet for 
half a year and map the shit out of it and actually do we're gonna send down teams oh, and cartographers or like the Ooh, fucking Grissom right the Grissom was like, like that. a fucking dedicated science vessel yeah, yeah. but like think their fucking mission was to fly around looking at rando ass planets well they were specifically being sent to study Genesis in 3 but for, well, they were oh well, no not, not Grissom I, no, the, I was thinking of the Reliant I'm sorry oh yeah 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 I was yeah. confusing it yeah, well, yeah, yeah the, they the were, Reliant was doing um, work for the Genesis project yeah. Well, well, yeah. So they were looking for a planet with no so life. Like, what right? a fucking boring job that was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we found a microbe. Guess it's over. Yeah. Oh, we found a megalomaniac from the late twentieth century. <laughs> Guess it's over. <laughs> Whoops. Honestly, it's like yeah, there is some life, but they're kind of dickheads. So can we just, <laughs> can we just go for it or what? What's the what's, yeah, the, what's the protocol there? There's life here, but it's apparently a colony that was founded by the Jersey Shore people. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, no, wipe that. Like, order like, twenty four now. It looks yep. like they might be DTF. <laughs> oh god, send Riker, beam him back up, then order twenty four. But anywho, uh, back to the thing. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, the hood. They're there. Desoto. He's got his. Friendship with Picard and Riker. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think they have old matching friendship bracelets they made at Starfleet, like, yes. camp. Some sort Starfleet, of Starfleet like, camp. Uh, a retreat. Shore leave. More like shore fun. Like S-U-R-E. Never mind. No, I got uh, it. Sure. Leave. Okay, I'll go. I'm working on it. <laughs> wow. So why did they Why did they send... So they send Tam, because Tam wants to see the critter. Yep. And the Enterprise is going specifically because it's the fastest to yep. get there, and, or, or what have you. But putting Tam on the Enterprise is literally torture, because there's a thousand people all getting in his head. Well, I think... Troy even says that to him. Like, yeah. why would you choose this it, mission? It surprised me because before that scene, I'm like, this is really, really inhumane to Tam. Isn't there something else they can do? And I started thinking about the emissary when they just shot Kalar. Kalar, yeah. Yeah, in that little torpedo tube mm. until they caught up with it. Couldn't they just shoot the torpedo tube <laughs> at Gamtu? Well, I don't think, but the whole point of sending the Enterprise is because it's the fastest ship, which doesn't make sense. Yeah, but the way. torpedo went faster. Uh, did it? It went faster than the top speed of the Enterprise? I think it had been shot from the star base, but I think they were able to... I mean, they were able to catch up because in the end they were still faster than it. I don't know, that, that whole Tupredo thing was weird and dumb anyway. That's true. But point is, this Enterprise is the fastest ship. That's why it had to be the Enterprise. Yeah. And probably the closest. I, think, I assume any Galaxy class is probably the same speed. Yeah. No, because Jordy got that extra well, then, couple, oh, yeah. <laughs> couple percent efficiency out of the end. Well, then any galaxy class should be able to do that. That's true. No, you but, you see, no, but unless you unless you specifically need Jordy. Well, no, because jo- because Jordy modified modified the dilithium chamber to rotate the crystal to get more out of it. Yeah, why couldn't you do that on another ship? Because Leah Brahms will come and step on your dick. Yep. Okay, that's true. Um, but what if you're into that? Um, Just ask Jordy for a friend. Is. And he also, and Fake Picard also made him increase the efficiency. So the, the Enterprise has a lot of extra little bonuses to its warp system. Mm. I just feel like they should tour Jordy around and make all these adjustments to all the ships. Well, well couldn't he just send his his data to the other ships? Like, well, we don't. We know that the the rotated crystal was something that they were planning for the next class of ship. Isn't that what? Robo Brahms. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Robo Brahms. It, it'll it'll be so, an intrepid class or something. Yeah. So that hasn't been. So yeah, it's something that they're aware of, but the modification has only been done on the Enterprise. Mm. And it's probably one of those things where it's like 
you know, is field engineering. Yeah. So if you try to do it, like, they'd have to, like, study it because yeah. I'm sure it changes the hull stresses and all that shit. So it's probably, you probably could, but... And they were already running the ship through a, through a bit of a ringer in this episode. Yeah. I like that the Romulans are slower than them, though. But they're back. <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah. They're in the back because they're slow. Bye, assholes. <laughs> I don't understand, though, right? So the Romulans were shadowing them, yep. and they were going at full blast. Tam should have been able to read their minds and say that that was Yeah, bad. exactly. Tam should have picked them up. Well, how yeah. close do they have to be, though? He's been, like, reaching Yeah, he's talking to Tin Man. Well, but he even said, though, it's not... That was more Tin Man's doing than his. Oh. Yeah, but, but Troy's been able to sense things, like, you know, a couple ships away. But then we don't know, like... I mean, we don't know exactly what the range of their sensors are. Like Who's sensors? The Enterprise. I'm not talking about the Enterprise. I'm talking about Tam. No, but that's what I mean, though. Like, they could be... The Enterprise could be detecting a ship that's still well outside of Deanna or Tam's abilities. Okay. Hmm. Well, other thing, too. Why is the why is the Romulan... Sh- why is the Romulans shadowing them? Why are the Romulans shadowing yeah, the them? Well, they, they, that's they, the word I meant to use. They can't get ahead of them, so they might as well at least keep Maybe they're, they're, they're in their, their drift stream? What's the fucking word for that? Oh, like... Slipstream. Slipstream. Like, yeah, I don't think that works with warp. I don't see why not. No, Actually... Because that, that whole thing is, like, with wind resistance. Like, there's no, there's no <laughs> air resistance in Actually, space. it can. You can. You can merge warp fields. I think, but yeah, but then they'd have to literally be... Oh yeah, they'd be like right up their ass. Didn't they do that with another ship once? They do it in Enterprise. I don't know if they've done it. Oh yeah, they do do it in Enterprise. That's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, no, I think it's just, it's a matter of, they're, you know, they're, they want to keep up with this as best they can. Even with all the destructive bullshit they've done to their ship, they still can't overtake them. So the best they can do is just kind of keep an eye on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Picard had a good line in that in that respect when the when the Romulans and they're racing to get to the thing, and Picard says, "Being first is not always the point." And I think to myself, "Oh yes, spoken like a true Brit." <laughs> wow. Oof, Robert Falcon. Uh, I get it. Robert Vulcan Spockot. Although Spock. Uh, Spock. If I if I understand what I've seen on Facebook recently, England is going to the finals in the World Cup, so they might be coming in first soon. Yeah. They'll blow it at the last second. Who yeah. are they going up against? I have no idea. I, I my, my, not my, Brazil because Brazil got knocked out. Did they? Well, they're all gonna be killed. No, I'm sorry. Brazil knocked. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Brazil. Maybe it is Brazil. Hold on. I don't I know think it's the World Cup. I, I'm surprised. How's normally, the US doing? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I think normally right? I know World the, Cup. The joke is the US isn't in the World Cup. Oh, okay. We're not. No. How can it be? How can it be a World Cup without us? We're the most important. But yeah, no, I normally learn World Cup through Facebook osmosis, but for some reason my usual Facebook soccer friends are not as active this year. Hmm. I've been watching it at the gym, so... Yeah, okay. Soccer! Footy! Anyway, sorry about that. It's a good game of footsie. This is probably going to get posted well after the World Cup is over, so... Congratulations, Belarus. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm for Belarus. Shut up. Wait, are they really in it? They've been in it. Oh, good for them. They, They had a good game the other day. I don't even know what that is. Uh, well, it's so, Soviet. wait, did you say that England is in it? Yeah, England is versus Sweden on Saturday. Sweden? Uh, Sweden. Sweden, yeah. Poopin? Poopin? Was Amundsen Swedish? No, he was Norwegian. Norwegian. Close. Close. Same thing. Wow. Oh, so. Apologies to our Northern European friends. It'll be Uruguay v. France. They, they all hate the Swedes. Brazil v. Belgium. It. Russia v. Croatia. Ooh, is that loaded? Does Croatia ever hang out with the Russians? No. Never mind. I'm sure they hate each other. And Sweden and England. Sweden? Sweden, yeah. 
Uh, see, I was under the impression they were already down to the last round. I don't know why. No, second that. round. Maybe the World Cup won't be over by the time this is posted. The final no will idea. be on July 15th. Oh, so it'll actually be after this goes up. It will be a I'll week probably from, have cut all this, It'll though. be a week from no. Sunday. So we won't give a shit. Great. Um, Good. Really, the Good only talk. sport that matters is Parisi squares. Wow. That's just... But it's too dangerous for you. They're still doing the ESP test. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that was like, funny. Man, Dr. Like, Dana would be great in this you seen how silver his eyes are? <laughs> That, uh, they, they were, there those were again, those terrifying black, like a doll's eyes, beta Z eyes, beta zoid. I liked them, actually, though. They worked for him somehow. Usually, like, on mm. Majel Barrett, they creeped me the fuck out. On yeah. him, I was like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. But that's it. Like, it helps add to his whole sort of, like, completely frazzled appearance. That's true. Mm. That, that is one thing I'll say. They they do work fine on um, Marina Sirtis. She's the one person who they put those contacts in, and I'm not like, ah! That's, that's, because, that's because the iris is there, because because they're not very big. Like, That's true. Everyone like, else's are like, they like huge. Yeah, it's like. Well, is that maybe because she's half human? So yeah, that was my thinking. They should be striped. That's right. Black um, on one side, some other color on the other. Thank God they don't have like square pupils like goats. That'd be creepy. Goats are mm. fucking. Creepy. Are they square? No, they're, they're, kind like, of, they're like oblong. Yeah, they're kind of almost like weird cat eyes. Alice cats have little tiny circle irises or pupils. Really? Well, mm-hmm. most cats have those oblong pupils. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I really, I actually, this one, I really like this one. Yeah, I, I liked Tim's angle. I liked the whole sad story with Tin Man. I, I got caught up in the overblown soundtrack. I was like, yes, epic! Mm. Yeah, Gum 2 reminded me an awful lot of the ship in Farscape. Yeah, I was thinking of the uh, Moya, the, because uh, that's also a living, bio ship. A, li- bio, a living ship. Although, well, so is, so is the ship in Lex. Yeah, but then you're watching Lex. And yeah, you, I know. And you regret that. Yeah, that's immensely. true. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Moya was cool. But the thing is, Moya was still, I think, constructed, even though it's alive. I don't think it was... I don't remember. Well, I think they should rewatch it sometime. And I, that's the thing. I don't know if, like, with this, they were a little vague. They were like, we think it may... They, they weren't sure if it was somehow built or bred. Mm, like, if it was right. a... It just... just... <laughs> years to get that like one of the many many things Gene Wilder quotes as Willy Wonka is uh where is fancy bread in the heart or in the head and of course he means bread as in breeding Mm -hmm. but for years as a child I was like what what is fancy bread and what does it have to do with the heart or the mind it's like that that oat nut bread yeah, seriously, why are we weed-whacking today? Today's a terrible day to, to weed It's fucking Independence Day, bro. And it's He's hot as freedom. balls. He's free to weed-whack whenever he wants. Freedom-whacking. You're right. Again, You're we right. apologize. This, this started well after we'd started recording. I'm not sorry. Um, anywho, uh, speaking of... Oh, uh, another Farpoint connection, though, talking about the ship. Farpoint? Yeah, or Farscape? Farpoint. Oh, 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 the, the, the like, bio-ship Yeah, because the, the, the jellyfish were also kind of like bio-ships. Bio yeah, That's funny, have... I, wrote, I wrote down the jellyfish and I wrote Farscape instead of Farpoint. <laughs> Close. Close. But they're both, but they both they work. They all fit. They all work. Yeah. No. So yeah, so you get DeSoto though and you get the jellyfish. Wow. So many tie-ins. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant. But yes, I, I choose to believe that... Ooh, and in Farscape, in Farpoint, it was Deanna that was communicating with the monster. Oh yeah, good the monster. Mm. Huh. Pain! That was the... Th- that's right, you just reminded me. When he's... When he that was good, you guys. <laughs> when he goes on his little uh, monologue and... Troy he realizes Tam? Tam, yeah. And Troy realizes he's been in touch with Tin Man. There were very much shades of when Spock mind melded with the Horda. Mm. Mm. Yep. 
like and, yeah, and like so alone and all this time and all this. It was very no like, kill eye. Yes, that too. Um, Although Gamtu is like kill eye, kill eye. Yeah, why did Gamtu even give enough of a shit to stop the Romulans from destroying him? Well, the, the, his, his pen he pal gave him a warning. And he yeah, just... but, but God, he was there to commit suicide anyway. It's like suicide by cop, you know? I was thinking that. Like, just let huh. the Romulans take him out, and then, like, you'll draw attention to your plight. I mean, he wants to... Yeah, but he to... didn't want the thing to die without him. That's why. That's true. He wanted to get in on... He wanted to get up in there. And for Tin Man, it was like, you know, going out on its own terms. I'm going out in a beautiful blaze of supernova, not because some fucking little squishy things shoot me because they're dickheads. But he also has clearly... Gumshoe has the ability to... Gumshoe, that's what I kept thinking, too. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for vocalizing well, what I was thinking. Um, <laughs> has the ability to non-lethally protect itself, True. as he does with the other Romulan. It may have just been, like, sort of just getting I assume, this... Yeah, I assume that was just... Sorry, go ahead. Knee-jerk instinct, mm. where he was like, danger! And it was like, what danger? Fuck! Yeah. And, you know, had it actually thought about it, it would have been like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I think <laughs> the second the second time, because the first time it was just, kill the Romulan. Okay, cool. The second time, I think that and the Gamtu was trying to save the two other ships from being near the... Uh, Supernova. Supernova. Yeah. Super. I think that Tam actually had way more control than that and in- intentionally had it fire off like that. I think he was he, he was using his dick as a joystick. <laughs> Is that what you call it? <laughs> using his dick as a joystick. Inside the the ship. Mm. Yeah, after data beams off, or it's like Tin Man's like, all right, take your pants off, huh? How do you think you're gonna fly this thing? Neat. Is it kind of like the things in Avatar where like they oh, ride they, animals the mm. and they fuck the same weird mm. connection thing? Yeah. You know, oh. I've never seen Avatar. You've missed nothing. But I know that it has. I know like the 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 big mean general guy mm-hmm. is like was like lauded for his performance yeah. as being Big Ming General. And then he and then he starred in the fucking awful show Terra Nova <laughs> as the Big Ming General. And that show sucks. Was that the guy who was in American Beauty? The like no. the military the, nut? The guy that ends up... Uh, Spoiler alert. I was going to try to work it the in. The movie's like... T- <laughs> You gotta try to work it in. Uh, the movie's 20 years old, and nobody movie. should fucking watch it because Kevin Spacey is trash. So Data, at the very, very end, he comes back to the ship and says, like, oh, the Enterprise is where I really belong. And I'm like, where did this come from? That kind of, like, I like... I, Data's always belonged on the Enterprise. I he like loves everyone on the Enterprise. So much of his arc with Tam, but that end scene comes the fuck out of nowhere. Yeah, because this, was kind of this wasn't a Data, this was a Tam arc, not a Data arc. Data was there to be supportive, not to, like, question his self-worth on the Enterprise. Yeah, like, it could have just ended with him telling Troy what happened, and then just, like, yeah. that felt unnecessary. I was like, this is a really good episode, but that moment is, what? It was unnecessary. Yeah, it was like, that didn't need to be there at all. I, I wonder if there was, like, other, there should have been other stuff. Stuff that was cut stuff. or something, yeah. maybe. Yeah. To be like, Dato, but if you go over to, to hang out on, on Tin Man, what if you don't come back? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Yeah, like, maybe there were, that was, like, an earlier draft where, But like, we made such a fucking big deal out of this on The Offspring that if we lose yeah. two fucking androids, now we're going to lose you anyway? Yeah. So did anyone have any other thoughts on Tin Man? Or, ooh, I did have another thought that I meant to bring up about Captain's Holiday and I forgot to. They made a better O'Connor with Vash than they did with O'Connor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I kind of wondered who's on purpose when he said to her, you're outrageous. He, he called her outrageous at one point. Holy shit, I that's didn't make, brilliant. I didn't, I didn't think of her as an O'Connor at all. Well, it's, it's like a fun rogue. 
Yeah, she's yeah. she's trying less she's, hard to be Han Solo. She, I was gonna say she's less of a Han Solo ripoff and more of an Indiana Jones ripoff, and yeah, also that's all, that's much all more successful. Thinking. Like she's just any any woman from Indiana Jones. Yeah, but I was, I was in the realm of being sort of a roguish character who's like sort of morally gray, who they were perhaps yes. hoping. O'Connor to wasn't morally gray, really. Though yeah, he was. He just was a that's guy. true. They he played was, him he up. Was as, a good he just guy. turned out to they be. Played a good him guy. He just like banging. Yeah, he played played him up as morally gray, then revealed he wasn't. So that's true too. Yeah, well, Vash we realize is even more morally gray. Yeah, Vash yeah. is a much better character than Okana either way. Yeah, and Picard got to see her Vashina. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Was it? I liked it. <laughs> it was pretty good. I, I, you know, here's the thing. If nothing else, Picard definitely was stressed out. He probably needed delay. He definitely needed delay, no doubt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's why, I don't know, I've, my feeling about this episode is it is as good as it's going to be, but it's way better if it's a setup by Riker. Mm-hmm. Tin Man? Riker would just wanted to get rid of Tam. Yeah, right. My entire, God. This entire season is just Riker playing jokes. Yeah. It's a, like punked or whatever. No, no, I was talking starring about, I was talking Will, about Bill the, Riker. The Billy Boy. Episode. Billy Boy Riker. Will Billy Boy Riker. <laughs> you got that right. Alrighty. Anyway, I think that's all we had to say about these shitholes. And, so. and also um, about half an hour of things having nothing to do with Star Trek. Per the exactly. huge. So... Next time on Star to Steer Her By. I am super excited. We're going to be talking about two. Oh, yes, you would be. Two episodes. <laughs> That's both, I love both. I think both of these are really fun episodes. Well, fun and disturbing in some ways. Re- two really decent episodes. Two episodes. I'm looking forward to it. They're both memorable. We meet a new crew member, a new recurring crew member in Hollow Pursuits, followed by, I don't know, I was trying to think of a joke to go with, The Most Toys, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, most so, sex toys. There we go. The most toys. So it's Troy's What do you room. get for the guy who has everything? The most toys. The most toys. <laughs> so we'll have those two coming up. They're a gonna, Troy to keep those them. Those are going to be good. God, the most Troys. The most mm. Troys. Oh boy. So anyway, yeah. So we'll have the most toys. Hollow Pursuits. You're going to love it. Come back next time. In the meantime. You're going to love my nuts. Until next time, you're going to find us on Tunes, iTunes, and Some Google. Tunes. Google. Tunes, search for us there or on your iPod machine, other other phone, i or Android phone. Or Droon. <laughs> or Blackberry. I learned recently that Blackberries still technically exist. Yeah, they do. My wow. stepdad has a Blackberry. He loves Blackberries. Yeah, a lot of people do. So if you have Blackberry, I bet there's podcasts there too, so check that out. Uh Windows Phone ten. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. Also, you can get us on social media on start Facebook. Facebook. Start Facebook. Facebook.com. Search for Star to Steer Her By. That's our name. Don't wear it out. You can also find us on iTunes and Twitter and Tumblr, too, where our name is at SSHB Podcast. No underscore. Just SSHB Podcast. How many capitals? None. None. Find us. Well, in, several, but it doesn't uh, actually matter. Write us a little rating. Give us a little review. Five stars, four stars. Hell, Why don't they just three. answer that fucking question? Give us how many you stars you think we've earned. Like, Okay, that's all I'm saying. Just be, be cool about the stars. Remember, it affects how other people can find us. But if you want other people to listen, if you think this is a, a worthwhile show, the best thing you can do is burn this episode to a CD-ROM, snail mail it to your friend, with a, and write on it, listen on the CD with a Sharpie. Alternately, you know, next time you're at a uh, political rally, just, just make a sign that says, look up 
uh, a star to steer her by. No, you got to get the little tear-off tabs. People can take take them home and, and be reminded yeah. what the Go name is. Go out in your neighborhood and post flyers. <laughs> uh, graffiti. Just graffiti well, all over I, a bus. I, I, I just have to say that I, I don't know that, that I'm on board for, for trivializing protests with, this, with this bullshit. trivializing. Look, we, we take very strong We talk strong about politics a lot. We yeah. certainly do. We think politicals is good. We love politicals. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Tickles. Uh, uh, oh, or, or next time you're at a WWE event. Gucci, Gucci, goo. You know, instead of an Austin 316 sign, just, you know. Oh, if you happen to be outside the GMA studios when there's a big crowd. Yeah, there we go. You know, just like put up a sign. Start a steer podcast. Yeah. Uh, you know, do what you can. You know, we're, we're counting on you. We come in here. We come in here every week, folks. Tweet, tweet us to Will we, Wheaton until we maybe he We force ourselves to watch us. Star Trek the next thing, and we watch it, and then we come here and we talk at you well, we for hours. Forced, we forced Did ourselves to watch Wikipedia page? TAS. That's that a good terrible. idea. Either way. Um, but it was... We're putting a lot of effort in here, folks. The least you can do... No, I'm not, I'm not putting anything on you guys. We love you. We're still you. doing the wrap-up somehow. Yes, we are. But yeah, if you want... Jesus Christ, if you want, If you feel compelled, share us with a friend or colleague or someone you don't like if you think we're shit. With that... I have been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. And this is always Caitlin. Did your laptop actually say Republic of Gamers? Yes, I did ask them if they had a different version of the case. It didn't say, I'm I'm an official citizen of the Republic of Gamers. Excelsior! Some of the stupid... (laughs) Stickers and bullshit it came with. Oh, oh, there it is. But I got it because it has a terabyte hard drive and nothing else did. Well, I know. I mean, I'm sure it's a great... See, that's... I fucking hate it when companies ruin decent products with shitty, like... Gamer... Gamer bullshit because, it's like... It's like it should be textured, all, but it's not. Yep. I, I built a computer, a desktop... A data. Early For, this for year, his own purposes. Ooh. And, like, but just trying to find a case... That, that wasn't that wasn't childish. I, that wasn't fucking stupid. Yeah. It didn't have fucking glowing lights in it. I, I didn't even want a goddamn window. You I could not get a case, a decent case, because that's the thing. Like yeah. you can get the cheapo piece shit of shit case, case yeah. that doesn't have you know doesn't have the good rails and you're gonna slice your hand open. Yeah. But just to get a case that had nice accoutrementation, <laughs> I would have been spending a lot more okay. money to get the non stupid case. Accoutrementation? Accoutrement. I was going to say, don't you just mean hmm. accoutrement? Look, it is the 4th of July. We don't speak French on the 4th of July. Actually, we probably should because they kind of helped us Shh, out that whole thing. Don't talk about real history. That will make Donald Trump sad. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Did you true. guys see that uh, Dunkin' Donuts is coming out with something called Donut Fries? I yeah. heard about this. I didn't so see it. So this, in my opinion... So they're just donuts in, like, long form? Yeah, what? they look like they're just a little like skinny. But they're, like, skinny. Donuts. Yes. Yeah, but that, to me, that's a freedom fry. Yeah. There's nothing more fucking American. Only than... if they were like filled with cream cheese. You right. came with cream cheese dipping. Like, How just, many I bet pumps? Come with... <laughs> or not cream cheese? No, it'd have to be like a, a sort of a creamy, sugary. I'm like... thinking like like big like... cannoli filling. Or no, some no, shit. no, no, not Basically, even. Basically, um, Italian that fruit dip stuff. No, just the pure sugar stuff. They yeah, the glaze. Sell, they used to sell it uh, oh, at uh, like pretzel maker. It was like oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 Uh, it was the jizz. It was the jizz. No no no. Hold on. It's called um. 
Not simple syrup, but it's royal icing is what they call that. There we go. Simple syrup, <laughs> simple syrup and royal <laughs> icing are basically the same. <laughs> they, both, they both Jeez. sound like a jacket. Bring me my just... royal syrup and drizzle nah, it upon I, I, my balls. Sim- simple syrup, royal icing. Bet, royal uh, icing just has more sugar to water ratio, that's all. I bet. Uh, it's literally the same I otherwise. I bet that's, that's what Harry calls in the bedroom. Ready with some royal icing, love it. <laughs> and she's like, put it on my tits, Harry. <laughs> and then as he comes, he's like, <laughs> "Well, no, as here he... comes my here comes my Patronus," and she's like, "You're a wizard, Harry." No. Oh, why does Harry have? Uh, why does Harry not look like any other ones? Is We've he a, discussed is, this. Is he, is he Jesus actually, fucking is Christ! That, is that no, been confirmed? So every no, no, goddamn actually, week. So alleged, literally every week. Uh, no, allegedly they've actually spoken to the guy that they thought was the father, and he a was corgi. like. <laughs> Explain the red hair. I was just gonna say that, and he said, "Like, I mean, yeah, we had an affair, but but we weren't fucking there then yet. By the time he was conceived, he's still like the red-headed." Yeah, but you know what the thing is? Is like William didn't really look much like Prince Charles until way more recently. So I'm sure, like in ten years, Harry will look more like Charles, aka ugly. Yeah, Charles ain't, ain't a looker. Man, See, I think bad for Charles though, man, because even Why? though he's a piece of shit, but regardless, like he's been like the heir apparent for. His whole life, and he's like in his seventies or something, yeah, right? Yeah, like well, he's old. Yeah. Poor guy. By the way, uh, just to clarify though, uh, he can't say anything when he comes because he's drowned out by the uh, royal trumpeter that is required to play whenever a member of the royal family orgasms. So yeah. wait, so yeah. they, do they just know or no? Like... They're just in the room with them, just standing on those big long trumpety <laughs> things. In one of the one of those Ricola horns. Yeah. No, no, one of those like long, you know. He just came. No, no, that's when Merkel comes. Char- Charles, Merkel can't say, Charles can't Chance say when Germany. he comes because he's married to Camilla. Star Trek. Right. <laughs> Star fucking Trek. All over your face. That's the royal license. Star. <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes full circle because Ames does. is a fucking rock star. Dear God. 